Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go to uh, the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and go to Spencer Davies. How you doing, Spencer? What's going on, G-Bush? Long time no talk. Hey, man. Hey, man, it's good to talk to you, man. I, you know, I, I'm glad I see you out here making big moves. Uh, you know, d- I definitely appreciate your work, man, and uh, definitely wanted to touch base with you and see how you're going, especially with this draft coming up with the Cleveland Cavaliers and, and, and what they're looking to do with that third pick. Um, Spencer, when you, when you thought, uh, when you heard that the Cavs got the third pick or saw the draft lottery, um, what was your initial thought? in terms of, okay, where do they need to go? Well, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. And, you know, one of our you know, staff writers actually did a really good piece on this. Uh, you know, it's the, the age-old question, do you go for fit or do you go for talent? I don't think the Cavs can be picky-choosy at number three. They take best player available. And um, at, at this point, it's not kind of a given uh, because the, the Rockets really are holding the cards here. I mean, the Pistons can say what they want, but I really don't think that they're not going to take Cade Cunningham. So ultimately, if the Rockets take someone like Jalen Green or Evan Mobley, uh, that's going to determine what the Cavs do at number three, I think. And um, it, it'd probably be in their best interest uh, to get somebody like Jalen Green, but if Evan Mobley's the one at, at number three, or even if, if Jalen Suggs is someone that piques the interest, then you know you got to take best player available and, and figure out the rest later. You know, Spencer, I, I was sitting there thinking, and and when when I saw Evan Mobley, and I've been kind of the the cool thing about it is I I've actually uh, am now interested in, in checking out basketball again because for me, um, I was just so devastated <laughs> over watching and trying to figure out um the the difference in gap and talent on the team between some of the Cavs and some of these playoff teams is crazy. Um, so I, I've been, you know, kind of, uh, you know, tuning the Cavs out, but as the season, you know, got down to the end of the season and I figured the Cavs had a chance to get one of the top four picks and, and I'm looking at the, you know, the talent level at the top, I'm thinking, okay, there's four guys that could probably be a difference maker. Um, I, I'm at least interested in seeing those, but as I'm, I'm watching it, I've, I begin to kind of really zoom in on, on Jalen, Jalen Green. And, and I just feel like, you know, as I'm watching these guys, these guards just dominate 
um, in, in the playoffs. It just seems like these guys are, you know, even from the resurgence of Chris Paul to, uh, you know, e- even Chris Middleton is is looks like he's a monster and unstoppable right now to Trey Young to all of these guards that can get their own shots. Devin Booker, everybody's getting their own shots. Everyone's dominating the basketball, making their team better. I just now fell in love with the thought of Jalen Green playing here. Um, do you believe that Jalen Green is a better fit for this team than, than Evan Mobley, given um, what we have at center already with J- uh, with Jared Allen? Uh, 100%. And it's not even because of Jared Allen. You know, Evan Mobley, you know, as tall as he is and as wide as he is and the length that he possesses, he's actually more of like a four-man. Um, but I still think that Jalen Green is a better fit. Uh, somebody who's kind of between that two and three uh, position, uh, which the Cavs have desperately needed, someone like a, a you know a good swingman that can make plays, uh, that's explosive, that's somebody who who really kind of jumps off the page. And um, I, I think that Jalen, uh, his shot will come along, uh, but he's gonna come in and probably be somebody that's giving you 17, 18 a night, even in his rookie year. Uh, you know, regardless of who's on the team, just because of how you know good he is at creating space off the dribble and um he's somebody that uh, you know got experience against real pros uh, with the g league ignite electing to go that route instead of the college route or overseas um and that was a big step for him um he's somebody that i think could really be a, a franchise changing player um and uh you know we're, we're obviously going to see what comes up in the cards here for the Cavs depending on what Houston does like I said and that's really going to you know determine what the the outcome is here but I think the Cavs if they get Jalen Green would be a home run and I think even getting Evan Mobley uh, would be huge for them uh, just from a defensive standpoint now with Evan Mobley the reason I think that the fit isn't as great is because offensively he's not going to be um, ready to go as far as a shooter goes um, right off the bat it's going to take some time for him to develop that jumper and really get confident with it because he's more of somebody that you play at the elbows, who does dribble handoffs, who finds backdoor cutters. Um, he's he's really uh, somebody that stretches the floor, but it, it's not really as much of the, the shooting aspect as it is uh, the playmaking aspect and somebody um, who's a stretch big. So, uh, you know, that plus, you know, whatever they're going to do with the Kevin Love situation, you know, Dean Wade's there. Uh, and I'm not saying not to take Evan Mobley because those two are there, but just, but just the logjam, you know, I'm thinking of. Um, and, and whereas Jalen Green is, you know, more of a two-slash-three two than a small guard like uh, the Cavs have had. You, you know, um, I, I'm looking at this thing, and I, I want to talk about Colin Sexton. So, for me, I'm just racking my brain as, you know, watching basketball for years and, and just playing the game and doing different things. I can't be, I can't think of a player um, more polarizing, um, more talked about um, for a couple of reasons. One, um, he, he doesn't really do anything like uh, off the court that's crazy. He doesn't really do any interviews. Um, he's a really hard worker. Uh, he he hey he he's you know a guy who you know we we would most likely you know, say that, hey, he does the right things, right? Um, He scores at a high rate. I looked at his numbers, and I've been doing comparisons. Um, I even looked at it and compared, you know, Kyrie Irving 
never averaged as much as uh, Colin Sexton in his career until his his sixth year in the league. And he played with LeBron that year. And he shot like I, I think he took the most shots on the team. Uh, Steph Curry uh, never averaged 24 points a game until almost his, you know, almost fourth, fifth year. It's not fourth or fifth or almost sixth year in the league. Um, now, granted, I'm not saying that yeah, Colin Sexton is either of those players. What I'm just saying is I've never seen uh, the polarization around a guy who's scoring 24 points a game. Um, I guess my point is, and where do you go with it is, uh, I get the fact that, you know, you got to make a decision on this max contract. But do you have to really, like, have an idea whether or not you're going to trade them today? Or you just have to make a decision at, and see the way it plays out after next year? You're right where I'm at on this, G. Bush. Um, there's no reason to rush it. And I actually did a whole article on this on basketballnews.com. Uh, they can totally control the, the, the cards here just because he's eligible for a max Ricky scale contract extension um, come in August. It doesn't mean they have to offer it. Uh, it doesn't mean that they have to trade it away, especially right now uh, when the draft doesn't happen until uh, late July. There, there is no reason uh, to move him. Now, if they get blown away by some offer and a team is willing to uh, completely you know, try and change the direction of their franchise and they send somebody back that's, that, that's definitely right uh, for his amount of, of talent and his uh, amount of growth as one of these uh, up-and-coming guards, then sure, yeah, you obviously have to listen. There's there's difference between listening and there's a difference between you know actively shopping. And I think that that's where the uh, confusions come about here. Uh, there's been a lot of you know hypothetical uh, deals that I've seen out there, but none of the ones that I've seen out there have had like substance to them. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I I I kind of lean towards this. I, I lean towards if the Cavs and Sexton can't come up to a rookie scale, rookie scale uh, contract extension um, by the beginning of next season, he will go in to the offseason next year, the 2022 summer, as a restricted free agent. And what that allows both parties to do is to maximize their value and uh, really kind of help make a decision for them. Because uh, you can kind of view it like a, a one-year prove-it deal. Not that he hasn't proven it yet. I still just don't think he's on that max level. Like five years, $168 million is a lot, especially when you think about what Darius Garland's going to uh, potentially earn. If his rise continues, you don't know what Isaac Okoro is going to do in the next couple of years. Uh, and then you're going to add another rookie here in the top three that is going to command a lot of money down the line. So that's the reason that this is, you know, really taking the, the, the route that it is. And then you also have to think about Jarrett Allen, who's uh, reportedly going to earn anywhere from around 15 to $20 million, um, depending on what offer sheets come his way. So I, I think that's why they're thinking about it, and they should be thinking about it. You have to consider all options, obviously. Um, but what the restricted free agency in 2022 will allow them to do is to match whatever offer sheet comes his way. If they decide the Sexton's too valuable and too good of a player and developing player, then they can match whatever offer comes his way. And if they decide the direction after one year is to you know let him go elsewhere, then that's what the case is. But my point is that there's just no rush, there's no reason to rush any of this. Um, Sexton's obviously going to try and make the most money he possibly can. That's the point of being in the NBA. And I think that he does get a little too too much flack. 
Um, but I think for both parties, it would be really smart if if Sexton's not going to get anything, uh, ask for anything less than a, a rookie max extension. Then you know, wait this year out, see what happens. Uh, if the fit's good, then maybe you work something out next summer. But there's just there's just no reason, especially uh, since we don't know now whether Houston's taking. Uh, Jalen Green or Evan Mobley. If if the Cavs were to send Sexton packing uh, before the draft and a guard wasn't there at number three or a swingman wasn't there at number three, then that'd be devastating, especially for the you know development that he's made and the strides that he's made uh, in multiple different areas uh, going into his now uh, fourth year coming up. Yeah, you, you know, uh, and and we're, and we're talking to Spencer Davies, um, and I, I tell you what. You made all the sense uh, in the world. And I never thought I would say this five years ago, but just take it. Just take a look at what the Cavs are, or excuse me, what the Browns are doing. Just take a page out of their book. Everybody gets so antsy. Like, is Baker Mayfield? Do we need to sign him today? No. It's, what are we going to do if he he's eligible, though? He's eligible for it. No. What, put, it, there's a lot of guys on one-year deals. Why are you Why are you uncomfortable with it? It's okay. You can let Colin Sexton uh, uh, be be a, a restrictor free agent. That's great. Like you said, we could just let somebody else set his market value instead of guessing. Instead of saying whether or not is Colin Sexton really that good for a max deal, you could just wait a year and let people tell you and put an offer sheet out that says, hey, he is actually worth a market deal or a max deal. And you can either say, mm, we don't think so, or we agree. Either or, you get an opportunity to see what Jared Allen does for a year, whether or not Darius Garland is the the better prospect as people have. I, I, I needless to say, we just need more time for a lot of things. People think Darius Garland is the next coming of, I don't know, Jason Kidd or whatever the case may be. I like him as a prospect, but you need to see a lot of this stuff. What is Isaac Okoro? What is Jared? What are all these guys? And I think the Cavs need to be patient, uh, unlike they were in the Kyrie, Kyrie Irving deal, and just let stuff fill out a little bit and then make a decision and maximize your, your utility. Um, really quickly, a couple of minutes before we, before we, we let you go, let's take a look over overall in the NBA. Um, this year is really funny. Um, we're looking at uh, the Kawhi Leonard thing. Um, we're looking at uh, the Anthony Davis thing. We're looking at... Um, traditional guys like you know the, the the older guard. Do you think it's a passing of the torch um, with LeBron, KD, um, some of those other guys, older guys that are have been injured, or do you think it was just the bubble um, and playing all those games back to back, and then next year you'll see Harden and Kyrie and AD and LeBron and 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 some of these guys get their legs back underneath them, and you'll they'll resurge as the dominant group. Or is it a changing of the guard? Devin Booker and Trey Young and some of these young guys that are just really young and showing that the, it, it might be their league now. You know, I think it's a little bit of both, G. Bush, um, and that's a good thing. I think that's possibly the best thing uh, marketing-wise that could happen for the league is now that you're seeing guys that you know, are in their third, fourth years. In the case of Devin Booker, he's in something like a sixth year, and they're they're blossoming in their first postseason action. I look at John Morant. I look at Trey Young, like you mentioned. Uh, I think someone like 
you know, Luka Doncic in his second year. I mean, he's only played one team, but he's looked amazing in the postseason. Uh, you know, there's so many different young players, Donovan Mitchell, uh, that just rise to the occasion in this spotlight. And um, it's great to see. And, and the other thing, too, uh, as the injuries have sucked, and I, I understand that, you know, not having the star power, it, it does, um, you know, take away a little bit. But it's allowed for other guys to step up, and that includes, you know, some role players. If you look at someone like Reggie Jackson, who's going to have made a lot of money for himself. Uh, coming up in the summer, you know, guys like that, guys like Jay Crowder, who are, who's in his uh, second straight year uh, in the NBA Finals, you know, like these these players that usually don't get that that step up and that opportunity to show what they're made of, uh, they're making themselves a lot of cash and they're making themselves, uh, you know, very very key commodities uh, on these teams that are doing what they're doing. I mean, I'm even looking at, you know, you mentioned them earlier, but Chris Middleton and and, and Drew Holiday, you saw. You know, Brooke Lopez still has something left in the tank after Game 5. Um, so th- there's just so many different, you know, players that are making themselves known and, and showing how deep this league is, really, um, giving us a solid product despite, you know, not having a LeBron James or Steph Curry or Kevin Durant in the finals. Um, and I, I think that, uh, you know, the, the popularity, is, you know, kind of shows that. And I'm I'm really excited to see what happens in the finals here. I do think it's the Suns to lose. There's just a there's just a fate thing going on with them, but uh, we will see. And, and I'm excited to see it start, uh, whether it's Tuesday or Thursday. Thank you so much, Spencer. We'll uh, we'll check in with you uh, again coming up very soon. I'm gonna thank you for taking the time to be on with me today. Of course, brother. Good to hear from you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.